And joining us right now, the play-by-play announcer for your Minnesota Timberwolves, Michael Grady. And uh, is this first year anything like you thought it would be, sir? Yeah, everybody prepared me coming in. Um, told me it would be wild, crazy, unpredictable. And it was just that, Freddie, wild, crazy, and unpredictable. So, wild, crazy, and unpredictable. As unpredictable as last night with uh, the the fight or the so-called fight to your left as you were watching the game? Yeah, that, that, wasn't, a, that wasn't a so-called fight, my friend. Um, words exchanged, the punch thrown, broken up, uh, just something that you just don't expect to see uh, in an important game, uh, let alone game number 82 of the NBA season. And you understand uh, emotions are going to be high. There's a lot at stake in a game like that. And, um, you know, you're taking criticism from teammates. You're trying to absorb it and just battle and compete. And I just haven't seen uh, tempers flare like that between teammates in a situation like that before. So that would absolutely fit under the unpredictable category. You mentioned uh, tempers flaring. Did you have earshot? Could you tell what the discussion, I'll call it that, sir, what the discussion might have been about? (laughs) No, even though it wasn't far away, we've got headsets on and we're talking to our producer about what we're doing out of the timeout. And so, um, so Jim and I didn't notice until, I mean, guys started jumping up and breaking the whole thing up. It wasn't until we replayed it live out of the commercial break. Um, I didn't even see it during the commercial break. We were playing it live, and um, I was describing what I was seeing on air and uh, couldn't believe it as the words were coming out of my mouth. So um, our producer was telling us what we were getting ready to see, um, but we didn't see it until we came back from that commercial break. I was sitting right behind the bench, and I saw Gobert get carted out, and then I saw Kyle Anderson actually attempt to go after his teammate, and he had to be restrained by the players. Just, again, something that you just don't don't see. Yeah, we replayed the whole thing, and uh, it's just unfortunate. You know, look, I, I believe that on basketball teams, if you're not playing with an edge where you could get in the grill and, and confront your teammate, then then you're probably not a, uh, a good basketball team. I just think you have to have an edge. I think you have to have um, a pride and a competitive spirit to where things could blow up on the court. Um, but you have to be able to put a cap on that. You have to be able to understand the situation. You have to have time in the back to squash that stuff, yell about it in the uh, at, at halftime in the locker room, in the privacy of the locker room. Um, but you just can't do it on the floor in the huddle. Predict the success of the Timberwolves in the play-in and what you think their prospects are for the playoffs. Well, it's not going to be easy, Freddie, because, you know, they're not only, uh, we'll see whether or not there's any extra punishment for Rudy Gobert, but you're without Nas Reed, who, had, who just recently had surgery on his wrist, and now you're without Jaden McDaniels, who punched the, what he thought was the tarp in the tunnel and uh, ended up breaking his hand and um, I I think he's going to be on the all-defensive team this season or at least he absolutely should be on one of the all-defensive teams this season and you're losing him going into a matchup with LeBron James, Anthony Davis and the Los Angeles Lakers. So it definitely makes the prospects of that game extremely tough. If you win that game, that's great. You're going into a series with Memphis where again it'll be tough without one of your key players. If you lose that game, then you're looking at a rematch with New Orleans, and they're going to be mad on Friday. Or it could be Oklahoma City if they upset the Pelicans and NOLA 
uh, on Wednesday. So uh, it's a it's a tough road ahead because you're shorthanded. But as I said to start the interview, um, crazy and unpredictable, Freddie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they could surprise all of us. A surprise. Well, we're really a fan of your work. Uh, you, uh, am I right? Did you come from Brooklyn to come to the Twin Cities? I did. I did. Uh, yeah, a little, almost six years in um, in Brooklyn. Before that, I uh, was in Indiana, where I grew up, and working with the Pacers, doing TV and radio. So, uh, no, it's been a it's been a fun ride that's brought me here. All right, really quick, our lightning round. The best thing about the Twin Cities for Michael Grady and his family? Restaurants. Uh, <laughs> your least favorite thing? Uh, below zero temperatures. And what do you hope to experience and make really a part of your DNA now that you've been here for a year? Oh, I, I would say getting more um, uh, more involved and more indoctrinated into the community, uh, meeting more of the people. It's a fast-paced NBA season. Uh, go, 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 travel, travel, travel. So I just hope to experience more of the, uh, the city, the community, the different neighborhoods, and uh, more of the people. Wow. Well, Michael Grady, we're really excited that you would join us this morning, and uh, it's a belated welcome, but welcome to the city, and thank you for being a part of our broadcast this morning on KMLJ and sharing your insights with us. Hey, I appreciate you, Freddie. Anytime. All right, let's talk soon. You got it. That's Michael Grady, and that's our show.